0: structure of a scientific paper. Part 9. Conclusion and Discussion Writing a conclusion for your research paper can be difficult. Concluding paragraphs should be clear and sum up what you have presented in your research without sounding redundant. An effective concluding paragraph can also add impact to what you have presented in your paper. In this article, you will learn the importance of writing a strong concluding paragraph, how to write one and some tips to help you write a conclusion for your research paper. Why is it important to write a conclusion for your research paper? Including a conclusion in your research paper can be important to remind your readers of the strength and impact of your argument. Concluding statements in your paper can also help to refocus the reader's attention to the most important points and supporting evidence of your arguments or position that you presented in your research. Conclusions can also serve as a basis for continuing research, creating new ideas to resolve an issue you highlighted in your paper, or offering new approaches to a topic. Types of conclusions for research papers Depending on your research topic and the style of your paper, you may choose to write your conclusion according to specific types. The following information can help you determine which approach to take when you write your conclusion. Summarizing conclusion A summarizing conclusion is typically used giving a clear summary of the main points of your topic and thesis. This is considered the most common form of conclusion, though some research papers may require a different style of conclusion. Common types of research papers that call for this kind of conclusion include persuasive essays, problem and solution research, argumentative papers on scientific and historical topics. Externalizing Conclusion An externalizing conclusion presents points or ideas that may not have been directly stated or relevant to the way you presented your research and thesis. However, these types of conclusions can be effective because they present new ideas that build off the topic you initially presented in your research. Externalizing conclusions get readers thinking in new directions about the impacts of your topic. Editorial Conclusion In an editorial conclusion, you are presenting your own concluding ideas or commentary. This type of conclusion connects your thoughts to the research you present. You might state how you feel about outcomes, results, or the topic in general. The editorial conclusion can work especially well in research papers that present opinions, take a humanistic approach to a topic, or present controversial information. When writing your conclusion, you can consider the steps below to help you get started. 1. Restate your research topic 2. Restate the thesis 3. Summarize the main points 4. State the significance or results. 5. Conclude your thoughts. 1. Restate your research topic. 1. Restate your research topic. Your first step when writing your conclusion should be to restate your research topic. Typically, one sentence can be enough to restate the topic clearly, and you will want to explain why your topic is important. This part of your conclusion should be clear and concise and state only the most important information. Here is an example. The increase in water pollution since 2010 has contributed to the decrease in aquatic wildlife as well as the increase in unsafe drinking water Two. Restate the thesis Next, restate the thesis of your research paper. You can do this by revising your original thesis that you presented in the introduction of your paper. The thesis statement in your conclusion should be worded differently than what you wrote in your introduction. The sermon can also be effectively written in one sentence. Here is an example. Clean waters is imperative to maintaining ecological balance and protecting the public's health. 3. Summarize the main points of your research. Next, you can sum up the main points of your research paper. It's helpful to read through your paper a second time to pick out only the most relevant facts and arguments. You shouldn't need to include any more information than the main arguments or facts that you presented in your paper. The proposal summarizing the key points is to remind the reader of the importance of the research topic. Here is an example to help illustrate how to do this. With the increase in sugar farming, more and more pollutants are entering our freshwater supplies. This increase in pollution has contributed to massive decreases in marine life, fish die off increased respiratory illness in neighborhood populations and has contributed to the shortage of clean drinking water 4. connect the significance or results of the main points after discussing the main points of your argument you can present the significance of these points for instance after stating the main points you made in your argument you might discuss how the impacts of your topic affect a specific outcome. Likewise, you might present the results of studies or other findings that can help add emphasis to how you present the significance of your information. Here is an example. Ecologists and marine biologists are continuing to measure the water quality, and researchers are continuing to find ways To combat the pollution runoff from commercial farms. In the future, the EPA hopes this research will lead to decrease in the pollutant concentration in our freshwater systems. 5. Conclude your thoughts. As you finish up your conclusion, you may create a call to action or pose an idea that gets your reader thinking further about your argument. You might also use this sentence to address any questions that were left unanswered in the body paragraphs of your paper. Here's an example. If we cannot combat the ill effects that commercial farming has on our clean water, our freshwater ecosystems and drinking water supplies will surely diminish. More research and innovation are needed to maintain our clean water while still supporting the agricultural needs of our economy. Tips for writing your conclusion. Here are some helpful tips to keep in mind when you write your research paper conclusion. Keep your thesis, main points, and summarizing facts clear and concise. Avoid beginning your conclusion with statements like in conclusion or in summary, as these basic statements can come across as redundant. If you get overwhelmed, try sticking to a basic summarizing format for your conclusion. Synthesize your information by providing questions and answers, results, suggestions, or a resolution to your arguments. Include only the most relevant points and arguments you presented in your paper. Avoid repeating information that you've already discussed. You can also experiment with other conclusion styles. However, using the summarizing format can help you to be certain that you are including each element as it relates to your paper. Research paper conclusion examples The following examples help illustrate what an effective research paper conclusion looks like and what an ineffective and disorganized conclusions looks like. The examples can help you outline and form your conclusion. Good example. An effective conclusion will contain all five elements of summing up your research paper. Here is an example. The increase in water pollution since 2010 has contributed to the decrease in aquatic wildlife as well as the increase in unsafe drinking water. With the growth of sugar farming, more and more pollutants are entering our freshwater supplies. This increase in pollution has contributed to massive decreases in marine life, fish die off, increased respiratory illness in neighborhood populations, and has contributed to the shortage of clean drinking water. Ecologists and marine biologists are continuing to measure the water quality and researchers that continue to find ways to combat the pollution runoff from commercial farms. In the future, the EPA hopes this research will lead to a decrease in the pollutant concentration in our freshwater systems. If we cannot combat the ill effects that commercial farming has on our clean water, our freshwater ecosystems and drinking water supplies will surely diminish. More research and innovation are needed to maintain our clean water while still supporting the agricultural needs of our economy. The example. In this example, some elements are missing and the thesis statement is not clear. Here is water disorganized. An ineffective conclusion might look like. Pollution can kill fish and people. Drinking water becomes unsanitary and unsafe with pollution. If We do not fix the state of our freshwater systems, our health can suffer. Researchers are still trying to help, but they have not resolved the issue of the water pollution. Now, citizens, it's our responsibility to help keep our waters clean and avoid polluting rivers, lakes and oceans. While it's possible to tell from this conclusion that the topic may have been water pollution, There is no clear statement of the topic. Additionally, it's difficult to tell whether the first sentence is even a thesis statement. When you write your conclusion, consider the type of conclusion you are writing and include each element that is appropriate for your conclusion type. By following each step, you can format and write an effective and impactful concluding paragraph for your research paper. Discussion the discussion section contains the results and outcomes of a study. An effective discussion informs readers what can be learned from your experiment and provides context for the results. What makes an effective discussion? When you are ready to write your discussion, you have already introduced the purpose of your study and provided an in-depth description of the methodology. The discussion informs readers about the larger implications of your study based on the results. Highlighting these implications while not overstating the findings can be challenging, especially when you were submitting a journal that selects articles based on novelty or potential impact. Regardless of what journal you are submitting to, the discussion section always serves the same purpose – concluding what your study results actually mean. A successful discussion section puts your findings in context. It should include 1. The results of your research, 2. A discussion of related research, and 3. A comparison between your results and initial hypotheses. Our early career researcher community tells us that the conclusion is often considered the most difficult aspect of a manuscript to write. To help, this guide provides questions to ask yourself, a basic structure to model your discussion off of, and examples from published manuscript. Which part of the manuscript do you find most challenging to write? Title, Abstract, Method, Conclusion. Questions to ask yourself. One Was my hypothesis correct? Two If my hypothesis is partially correct or entirely different, what can be learned from the results? 3. How do the conclusions reshape or add onto the existing knowledge in the field? What does previous research say about the topic? 4. Why are the results important or relevant to your audience? Do they add further evidence to a scientific consensus or disprove prior studies? Five. How can future research build on these observations? What are the key experiments that must be done? Six. What is the take-home message you want your reader to leave with? How to structure a discussion? Trying to fit a complete discussion into a single paragraph can add unnecessary stress to the writing process. If possible, you'll want to give yourself two or three paragraphs to give the reader a comprehensive understanding of your study as a whole. Here is one way to structure an effective discussion. 1st Paragraph Provide the essential interpretation based on key findings. Include a main piece of supporting evidence. 2nd Paragraph Compare and contrast to previous studies. Highlight the strengths and limitations of the study. Discuss any unexpected findings. Last paragraph. Summarize the hypothesis and proposal of the study. Highlight the significance of the study. Discuss and answer questions and potential future research. Writing tip. While the above sections can help you brainstorm and structure your discussion, there are many common mistakes that writers revert to When having difficulties with their paper, writing a discussion can be a delicate balance between summarizing your results, providing proper context for your research, and avoiding introducing new information. Remember that your paper should be both confident and honest about the result. Do 1. Read the journal's guidelines on the discussion and conclusion sections. If possible, learn about the guidelines before writing the discussion to ensure your writing to meet their expectations. 2. Begin with a clear statement of the principal findings. This will reinforce the main takeaway for the reader and set up the rest of the discussion. 3. Explain why the outcomes of your study are important to the reader. Discuss the implications of your findings realistically based on previous literature Highlighting both the strength and limitations of the research. 4. State whether the results prove or disprove your hypothesis. If your hypothesis was disproved, what might be the reason? 5. Introduce new or expanded ways to think about the research question. Indicate what next steps can be taken to further pursue any unresolved questions. Six. If dealing with a contemporary or ongoing problem such as climate change, discuss possible consequences if the problem is avoided. 7. Be concise. Adding unnecessary detail can distract from the main findings. Don't. 1. Rewrite your abstract. That means with we investigated or we studied generally do not belong in the discussion. 2 include new arguments or evidence not previously discussed. Necessary information and evidence should be introduced in the main body of the paper. 3. Apologize. Even if your research contains significant limitations, don't undermine your authority by including statements that doubt your methodology or execution. 4. Shy away from speaking on limitations or negative result. 4. Shy away from speaking on limitations or negative result. Potential limitation include sources of potential bias, threats to internal or external validity, barriers to implementing and intervention and other issues inherent to the study design. 5. Overstate the importance of your findings, making grand statements about how a study will fully resolve large questions can lead readers to doubt the success of the research. Hypothesis 2. Some neck postures attained in life required disarculating vertebrae can be refuted. Antigenetic similarities between giraffe and sauropod neck are theological mobility. 3. Place your study within the context of previous studies. Our results, consistent with a number of studies of other species, suggest that body mass, rather than sea ice or conditioned indices, may be one of the most useful measures for linking nutritional changes to population dynamics, identifying reliable indicators of fitness in polar bears. 4. Discuss potential future research. Our results open an exciting new avenue of study focused on laryngeal variation among further mammalian clades, which will provide the context required to determine how particular the differences we observe here are to the evolution of the primate lyrics. If the related flexibility of the primate lyrics is robust to future analyzes with more clades, it would indicate an increased capacity to explore trade space in our lineage, which may in turn explain why primates have developed such diverse and complex uses of the vocal organ. Rapid evolution of the primate larynx? 5. Provide the reader with a takeaway statement to end the manuscript. This further reinforces the notion that, beyond being the apex predator of the latest Cretaceous the rising ecosystems, the Tyranocerites were amongst the most accomplished hunters amongst large-bodies tropods. We find that their anatomy at once efficient and elegant, yet also capable of bursts of incredible violence and brute force, lives up to their monikers, a the Tyran king and queen's the dinosaurs.